Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Savvy Podcast. I'm Ernie Martin, founder and managing director of Receivable Savvy, where we provide research and best practice to help master the order to cash process. Today, we're speaking with Sashi Narahari, founder and CEO of High Radius. And as many of you know, High Radius offers cloud-based autonomous software for the office of the CFO, or in other words, iRadius is perhaps a best friend to the order to cash process of any organization. And what we'll cover today is how supplier organizations can leverage forward-looking technology to address several challenges in the order to cash process. So without further ado, welcome Sashi and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ernie. Absolutely. And so while many who tune into this program may know about iRadius, Tell us a little bit about the organization for those who may not know. You bet. So as you said, Ernie, we are a software company that focuses on the office of the CFO. Um, We have multiple software. Uh, The main product we have is order to cash and accounts receivables automation. We also have a treasury product as well as a close and reconciliation product. Um, We are market leaders in order to cash and accounts receivables with about 750 clients and then about 3,000 employees globally. Excellent, excellent. And so you've recently been interviewing a lot of finance leaders on the theme of dead or alive. And so let me ask you this. Um, do you think ERPs will be dead in the next 10 years? ERPs will not be dead in 10 years, but I think their role will significantly change and it's already probably happening. What is going to happen with most ERPs whether it is SAP, Oracle, NetSuite, is they will kind of become the equivalent of the digital version of the good old uh, file cabinets and paper and folders. So what that, what that means is, if you go back in time, uh, we used to conduct business, and then we used to keep the records of the business in the file cabinet in paper format, because that was basically the truth, right? Whether it is a purchase order, sales order. Right. So ERPs basically will evolve to a critical hub, kind of like the backbone hub, of a digital record, but what is happening is most of the orchestration of the business processes, whether it is AR, treasury, what we do, or even other functions, are going into more modern, higher-end niche software, could be Workday for HR or accounts receivables for high radius, and then we are getting more and more advanced, so you can orchestrate the business that would normally would have happened offline right. in a software system, but then you would post it back into the backbone ERP. Right. So ERPs will have a role to play, but they may not necessarily be on the bleeding edge, if you will, going forward. Okay, excellent. And so High Radius was founded in 2006, and you must have spoken to thousands of finance professionals in the order to cash, accounts receivable space. And how has this area evolved over the last decade? Yeah, I think so. What happened when it comes to IT transformation and digital transformation is, the finance department was kind of left back, right? Most of the investments went into front office functions like sales and marketing. As you know, sales leaders will always get bigger budgets because they hit their target. A lot of the investments went in sales systems like Salesforce, marketing systems like Marketo, HR systems and so forth. And the finance system had a very basic uh, 
journal entry system like ERP. But I think now the good thing is they're playing, they're leapfrogging to mm-hmm. kind of getting their share of attention. So right. there is a lot of transformation happening globally from large enterprise companies to even small SMBs because software companies like iRadius are able to provide technologies that are reasonably cost effective and go through the digital transformation in a few months versus it is pretty expensive before. Right. And, and so we hear a lot about new technologies, uh, uh, specifically in automation and artificial intelligence and accounts receivable and finance. And so leader, leaders are exposed to a lot of that chatter uh, around those topics. And so where does artificial intelligence fit regarding order to cash? And should finance leaders really care about that? I think finance leaders are the number one use case, actually, for AI. Yeah. because finance is all about data, right? right? And then probably if there is one department that is more about data, it's finance. My take is the from a finance leader standpoint, I mean, the AI is probably going to be the biggest new uh, transformation that you'll go through after internet. I mean, if you just think about internet being on the web and doing everything, right. AI will be very native part over the next decade. Mm-hmm. And you should expect to see that being an integral part of your life in the right. professional world, you're all probably earning you personally, me personally, and the finance leaders and their teams are already going through this on a daily basis on the personal side. When you do the Amazon shopping, the recommendation engine is based on AI. Right. When you're doing the Uber order and connecting the, the passengers and yep. the demand and the supply signals matching up. Unknowingly, even as consumers, we have already migrated on the consumer economy into an AI world and you're already getting used to it and you're building muscle memory. Yeah. The business world and the systems that you use are not there yet, but they're rapidly getting there. So right. you will be part of it. You'll be, and then as a leader, if you're a finance leader, you should actively drive the transformation to be ahead of the curve. Right, right. And that's an excellent point too, because AI and other technologies like AI has has found their way into the consumer side as well as the business side as well. And so it's that's taking a leadership role in a lot of innovation that we're seeing both on the B2B and the consumer side as well. So ex- excellent point. And you know, so as someone who has implemented over 2000 finance transformation projects, um, what are some of the biggest fears CFOs have when it comes to automation, artificial intelligence, and what would you recommend to them? What would your advice to them be? I think it depends on whom you talk to in a finance department. There is CFOs and controllers, more of the executive leadership team. And then there is the, the individual contributors or the people who are doing the transaction work, right? So let me kind of start with that and that will help you understand uh, what CFOs are going through. Mm-hmm. So at an individual level, there is a lot of fear around robots will automate their job. And uh, there is a general, uh, pushback from a transformation standpoint and change management is a big issue. So the CFOs have to think about this. And the way we explain to the individuals is, you're already as a consumer making this choice and you're going through transformation, right? You're not willing to go on a weekend from store one to store two to store three to buy, like how you did 10, 15 years back. You go to Amazon and you shop in five minutes. So you personally, democratically have made a choice so what is going to happen is you being a supplier, your customers will also make the choice. So you need to provide the service. Just like when you get the service from a from Amazon, digitally as well as in person, so you need to think about it. So professionally, all of us have to upskill and evolve 
to be with the change because the change is inevitable right. from a cfo standpoint i think how do we uh, communicate effectively to the to their teams how do you have the chat with them this is good for them professionally which is where the world is going upskilling them and investing in change management is critical because otherwise you can implement software but you won't get adoption right 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 exactly and that's that's an excellent another excellent point and so that ai that artificial intelligence leading to autonomous software and so how has that evolved from where high radius was and the industry was 10 or 15 years ago and uh, do you see the current receivable management function evolving and what might that look like in about five years? Yeah, evolved a lot. Actually, so I'll take two use cases, real world use cases from an AR account traceable standpoint. Mm -hmm. One of the use cases is cash application, which is taking payments that you get into the bank and the remittance details and automatically applying and clearing the invoices. Mm -hmm. Across our 750 clients, we actually do about 91% automation. If you go back five years, that was almost manual for most companies right. or whoever implemented technology was in the low 40s. So that's a major shift. So we truly think of that as autonomous because it's like the engines are processing and it's not the best, best use of anyone's time right. to manually log into the bank, download a check, go to the ERP and clear. The analyst time is better used in more strategic activities interacting with your customers. The second use case is collection. We're using AI, we can predict when an invoice will get paid in the future. So today, the way the collections departments work without AI is you wait for the invoices to age and you do the smile and dial for dollars, pass due collections. Right. It's not necessarily very sexy. If you think about it, like chasing your yep. customers, where are my bills? Yep. That seems like the good old mafia chasing <laughs> a bunch of people to collect money. Right. Versus now what you do is you see the position of your customers 30 days from now, and you are more proactive and you're doing software collection on a more surgical basis. It is a more high touch service, but it's also going to improve your DSO. So it's kind of creating the best of both worlds right. through more intelligent collection. Right, right. And so er everything you're talking about requires change because not every organization is doing that, right? And so some organizations are um, handling processes the same way they did you know, 5, 10, 15 years ago. And so there's a little bit of change management, digital transformation that's rooted in organizations that are streamlining their operations for the sake of greater efficiency, increased revenue, and ultimately long-term survival, right? And so, because most organizations and most people don't like change, we know it's necessary, especially in business. So how can the order to cash automation turn into a competitive advantage for organizations and so they can wrap their minds around it and fully embrace it. And what are some of the mistakes to avoid while they're going through this process of change management and automating um, their processes going forward? Yeah, very good question. And I think it's about creating the win-win, right? So I think I'm gonna give an example. It's always like good to put yourself in the position of a customer. Right. Today, when you want to book a hotel, are you gonna to go to or a vacation place? Are you gonna to go to Airbnb? and make the reservation in five minutes, mm -hmm. or you're gonna pick up the phone and call a travel agent, and they're gonna, you might want to do the booking in the weekend, Friday night, and you don't wanna get a voicemail, right? So it's the same thing for your business. So if you're a finance person, in a, as a supplier, your customers are already used to this advanced technologies on the consumer personal side. Mm -hmm. 
they might want to review their bills on a weekend they might want to review the bills on the thing they might want to pay via different form of digital payments could be credit card could be ach real time payment right. and so forth right so there is a big amount of self service economy that's happening which is efficient for you and your customers so if you don't bring the change it is the same as you would not use that supplier from a as a as a thing and you'll find an alternative so that is very hard to visualize in the short term in the current moment in the current year but if you think about it uh, over a, over 5 to 10 years you want to be a supplier who is going to take the digital transformation as a competitive differentiation versus your competitors versus being late and then that potentially impacts your business just like you are doing that as a consumer to right. your supplier right right and so what I, what i'm finding is uh, there there are pain points and again change isn't something that everyone truly always embraces all the time even though it's needed um sometimes pain points are addressed in the beginning so that it's smooth sailing uh going forward or sometimes it's at the end and i always find that addressing pain points at the end is much more cumbersome and troublesome than addressing those things in the beginning right it, it looks like everything that high raise has done and and continue to do helps organizations address those pain points in the beginning so that there's smoother sailing going forward is that the right way to to look at that yeah absolutely good i mean change management is key we 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 do specific things in terms of training adoption but you also do an ongoing reinforcement yeah. but a lot of it is just the uh, the exec support and having those conversations with your teams on how is it better for your career as well and how do you how upskilling is good for you for your own professional development a little bit of what's in it for them conversation with the with the finance teams that are actually doing the work right right excellent excellent well sashi thank you very much for this fantastic conversation we appreciate you making time to do this and thank you very much for joining us on this episode of the savvy report i know those tuning in got a wealth of information and great insight into how their organizations can leverage forward looking technology to remain competitive today and in the next 5 years and you can find more information about high radius and how they help organizations improve their order to cash processes by visiting www.highradius.com thank you for joining me and my guest sashi narahari i'm ernie martin and we'll catch you on the next episode of the savvy podcast